Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Chingo Blingo with the Big Tamarindo. Thank y'all for tuning in to the What Did He Said podcast. Today we have my homeboy, Baby Bash. Known this dude for a minute. And recently we're just going to dive in because I know that's going to be, we just got to get this question out the way. What the hell happened with this uh, charge, this bogus charge that I heard, and they were talking about life sentence on TV? Oh, they, they uh, yeah, we were smoking out, you know, with a bunch of fans. We were smoking some weed. And uh, first of all, what's up, y'all? What it do? We were smoking with a bunch of fans, and they uh, they raided it. And uh, you know, they took me, Paul, and a couple other people in, and uh, they tried to give us um, the charge was organized crime. Like I was like, okay, so when they charged, when I said organized crime, I said, you mean like the mafia, the KKK, the motherfucking like crazy shit? Yeah, yeah, like that shit or that organized crime, like I see on the movies, or or having fucking or just smoking out with motherfuckers. Or like pretend organized crime. You know what I'm saying? Like, just smoking some weed with motherfuckers. Yeah, because you were doing an appearance at a smoke show. So, yeah, exactly. So I was like, yeah, they, 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 they got us. And it was a, it was a prosecutor who, who prosecuted us, who gave us that charge. It was December 23rd. She was out of there January 1st. The new prosecutor came in January 1st. The new prosecutor, she's like more progressive and she knows what's up and she knows marijuana's not as bad as a bunch of other shit. So. Yeah. She probably looked at it like, oh my God, like this case right here, don't even, why are, you, why are we even charging this guy? And Paul Wall, Paul Wall's such a good guy. Paul Wall is like Houston's saint. Like, you know, yeah, we like to blow weed. Yeah, we smoke weed, we're artists. We smoke weed, we like to, you know, write songs and shit. But uh, they were trying to make Paul look bad. I, feel, I really feel bad for Paul because they were trying to make him look bad. And he's like Houston's son. And he, he does so much for the community. You know Paul, you know Paul. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like a fucking... He's like a fucking saint, you know what I mean? He's a good, great guy, so. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then when it came out, when everybody figured out, like, man, they're just smoking weed, yeah. they threw the pinche case out. Yeah, well, thank God, you know, we man, it had me scared. I spoke to Bash's mom, you know, we caught up on the phone, like, hey, how, how's it looking? Because it's sounding real crazy in the media. So, you know, I wanted to be careful what we say because, you know, people like to take little sound yeah, bites. Yeah, I mean, this this is the first interview. I'm, let me tell you, this is the first really interview I've done since. You know what I mean? Like, my lawyer's like, man, just leave it alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do whole, a whole cartoon about the shit, like how ridiculous it is. Because I'm a marijuana advocate, and I know that the helpful shit of that medical do, the miracles and the, the health and the good stuff. You know, not saying it's the best thing in the world, but it's better than pills and a bunch of other shit that they're trying to give people. You know what I mean? But and I've seen it firsthand, so, and I'm an advocate, so, you know, when we uh, smoke out with people, you know what I mean, it's not organized crime, we're just smoking marijuana with people and letting them spread the word and yeah. open up the receptors, you know what I'm saying, yeah. so. Get your receptors right. Yeah, it's just, it's just crazy how, uh, you know, how that case got so big when really it was so minor, so now I know, I don't believe every, when the news came out and they acted like we were some big drug kingpins and shit, yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, so now I know not to believe everything man. I see in the news. I used to think that before, but now I really know. I, do not believe everything you hear, man. I peeped it firsthand. When I saw the news coverage, because people were putting it on Facebook and stuff like that, when I saw it, what they do is like when they reference something like marijuana, something on the marijuana, they'll show regular B-roll footage of like footage they have from yeah. stock footage of just a room full of weed or something that has nothing to do with the case at hand, you know what I mean? Like, I saw it. I was like, why are they showing all this, you know, random stuff? Because, you know, I only fuck with the weed. I only smoke weed. So what they did, they had, we had like 60 people in there. It was a big smoke. We were all smoking weed, listening to music, chilling in the smoke shop. So 
so when they raided, first of all, they raided with masks, full-blown right gear, laying everybody down on the floor. I was outside. I was backing up. I, I was leaving. I said, all right, y'all, I'm gone. So I was backing up. When I was backing up my Yukon, I just seen about 20 ninjas. I thought they were ninjas. It looked like 20 ninjas just ran by me, right? And they're all in fucking masks, bulletproof vests, holding rifles. And I'm backing up. I'm like, what the fuck? And they just passed me up like they didn't see me. I said, oh, shit. First, I thought, okay, they're getting jacked. They're getting robbed. So I was like, I got to get a gun. Uh, you know what I mean? I thought they were getting jacked. But uh, it turns out, because uh, there was a taco truck right in front of us, right? Right parked right in front of me. He jets off and fucking, he's pulling the fucking, his, his power cord is in the building. It's, he took off, right? Because we've we seen, uh, it said police in the back of the, uh, of the shirt. So, uh, so I'm backing out. Right as soon as I get to the fucking street, they put a flashlight on me. Don't move. I said, oh. They blocked the street off they too. Blocked me up. So Paul said that they came in there and laid everybody down. You know, get out, everybody down. And uh, motherfuckers was like, what the fuck? So what they did, everybody, everybody in the place had to empty their pockets, right? Everybody. There was like 60 something people in there. I only knew about six of them. You know what I mean? The rest were, you know what I mean? They were cool fans or whatever. So everybody emptied out their pockets. So some people had pills, some people had wax, some people had leans. Uh, different people had all kinds of shit, so they threw it in a pile. Oh. They let everybody go except eight of us, and they charged us with all that shit that was in there. Oh, wow. So that's what the whole cold-blooded mess was, you know? So like I said, I admitted to smoke. You know, I could have said, hey, yeah, I was smoking weed, you know, okay. What I gotta do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was they just, try to go organize crime. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like if you get caught with a joint somewhere, it's totally different than them saying, "No, we're gonna look at this different, and we're gonna go ahead and say organized crime or something like that." Yeah, it's crazy, bro. But thank God that cooler head, cooler head prevailed. Logic, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure the grand jury was full with uh, logical people that said, "Oh, man, come on, man." Yeah, this doesn't add up. It because is. on their on their on their um, evidence, they had Instagram pictures. So let me tell y'all something. They're on motherfucking Instagram. If you, oh, yeah. if you think you're doing big shit on Instagram, like no one knows, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you flossing all this shit, they're undercovers on Instagram with fucking, as girls, as smokers, as stoners. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I think that's what uh, kind of got us into it with the, with the Instagram. So, but all their evidence was Instagram pictures of me smoking weed with Be Real in California, though. I was like, what, yeah. the, what this got to do with anything? But my lawyer said it because they were kind of reaching for some shit. But, yeah, you know. super reaching. So that's how it went. But, you know, I'm glad we made it through. Back with my company, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't promote my, my, my marijuana company for a while because yeah. I was tripping off the perception of, you know, what, what the yeah, yeah. jury would think, you know what I mean? So, but now we back, baby, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're going to be in Denver for Cinco de Mayo, correct? You gonna be out there? Chale tamale, be? chale tamale. I'm gonna be in uh, the third. I'm gonna be in Santa Ana. Okay. At the observatory, May third. Sold out. So yeah, that's a that's a nice. It's already sold out. So if you ain't got a ticket yet, you gotta sneak in or something, man. You know what I'm saying? Or try to bribe me or something, man. We in there like swimwear. Uh, on the on the May fifth, the actual single tomorrow will be in San Francisco. Oh, okay, okay. Downtown San Francisco. I was I was just in Denver recently, and you know it's legal out there. Mm -hmm. So I went to the dispensary, and it was like, it was super dope. Like so much variety. It's just like a regular business transaction. Guess how much money they're making for the state? Right, a ton. Starts with a B. A billion. So so marijuana profits tax help the schools in Colorado. Schools, I mean, they got so much money, I don't even know what the fuck to do with it. Build roads, what the hell are they gonna yeah. do with it? And, yeah, uh, Denver you know was I mean? lovely, man. And yeah, and that's what they're doing. Denver's always been a great. Uh, even for music, a great 
test market. You know, let Denver do it. Let Denver try the marijuana law. They were right on it. Boom, look at it. We did it. Yeah, and they said a lot of people going out there for jobs, like trimming and working like on the little, like indoor farms. And there's like huge warehouses. They let you have tours and stuff. So shout out to all our people and Farmers. listeners. All the people out there in Denver. Green thumb. The 303 tuning in. Imagine this, though. I mean, you're just a lazy motherfucking weed pothead on the couch and don't fucking have no job. But you know all about weed and you fucking know how to grow. What job Dude, you gonna have? There you go, boom, you're back in action. You know what I'm saying? Instant millionaire. If you do it right, instant millionaire. You could be a millionaire in this marijuana game if you do it right. You know what I mean? So it's crazy, dog. It's, it's, it's so much opportunity that I just wish all the states, like the other states, like Texas, for instance. Texas, you can have a big old shotgun and a big old bottle of whiskey in, in this hand and a big shotgun in this hand, and you're not gonna get arrested. But if I had a joint and a burrito, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a bad guy, you know what I'm saying? I like that. It's kind of weird, dog, but, you know, it is what it is. But I think the, the more uh, the generation coming around, like, they know what's up, man. man. The like all the close-minded people dying out. Yeah, they're all retiring. They're all, you know what I mean? They're all need, they all need weed now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They should have been smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you, putos. That's dope. So, because of all the headaches that, that come with, um, like, Texas being so close-minded in the laws, like, would you consider, like, ever going back to California or I, I still have a house in, in Fresno, California, yeah, so I have a house out there. Um, I'm there all the time. I'm, like, back and forth all the time. But, uh, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I think I'm going to be in the front line. Me and Paul Wall have been on the front lines of the Texas marijuana legalization thing for years, you know what I mean? And I think... Um, uh, along with SPM, you know what I mean? When I when SPM Dope House brought me out here, but we're on the front lines. We're at the door. We're banging on the door. The door's just about to open, I think, for legalization. And when Texas legalizes it, God, imagine how much money's gonna come through, dog. Imagine how much money's gonna gonna and you know so many and so much so much less crime because all the criminals will be like, fuck this, I'm gonna get to the legal game. And this is gonna thrive, it's gonna thrive because Texas got so much money to spend on marijuana. They're tired of people getting on pills. They're tired of all these zanny fucking heads. They're tired of fucking all these pill heads running around fucking shit up. It's the pills that are fucking them up that are legal. So Oh, that K2 is messing people up. They're, they're, they're turning into zombies. You know, they're tired of that shit. Just if they had good weed here, grown like some good ass shit, that's all they need. They're tired of they're they're tired of the fucking pills out here, man. It's fucking everybody up. I mean, I think even the pharmacy company has got to be like, God damn, we're killing the country, you know what I mean? I mean, they're like, we're killing our customers. God damn, we're killing our customers. But when Texas opens the door, man, it's going to be wide open. So everybody listening, make sure. What's that? What you trying to do? Oh, get a close-up, close nigga? No. We, we live, we doing live shit right here with Chingo Bling Puto. On the podcast, we're, we're on live. Facebook. Todo. I think we're live uh, Facebook or we're live Instagram, one of those. So, so tell us about the, um, so what I'm holding right here is, uh -oh. is, uh, the Baby future. Bash's the future. cherry pie. And now it says Hollister, California. Explain all, all this to us, like California Finance, the company. This is America's very first pre-roll marijuana cigarette as an artist. This is my cherry pie, Baby Bash cherry pie. I'm part owner of this company. And, uh, we have so many more flavors. We got, uh, burners, cookies. We got Anthrax, the rock, my partner, he's a big rocker, so we got uh, Motorhead, Kush, we got Jimi Hendrix, uh, we got the banana, the Golden State banana. We just won first place at the uh, High Times Cannabis Cup, which some of y'all know, the High Times Cannabis Cup is like the Grammys of music, of marijuana, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
High Times is like the Grammys or the fucking Oscars in awards. And we just won two trophies, uh, best product and best booth at the High Times 2017 Cannabis Cup. It's uh, CaliforniaFinest.com. Check it out. We got all your flavors. We're making it convenient to smoke. You know what I mean? Like no mess, no stress. All you gotta do is just get you a pack, open yeah. it up. Now, let, now to those that are listening, I'm gonna walk y'all through this, all right? So it looks like, you could be watching this on YouTube. We'll put it on YouTube, but. Demonstration, it's a demo. It looks like, a, it's like a, the shape of a cigarette box, right? Open it up. Now, it has five pre-rolled joints in like individually packaged, like in plastic seal. With a tube. A dube tube. With a dube tube. Where you can store your, you know, store your joint. Or you can just. And for, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that too. That too. Inside your girl, you know, hey, girl, take yeah, this. Science, Get off me. It's medicine, THC. <laughs> so for research purposes, I think I'm going to need probably one of these. Oh, I got um, you, man. I know you're doing a lot. I've been, yeah. heard you've been doing a lot of research lately. Yeah, we're researching, we're uh, medicating. Yeah. Uh, had a great day. A lot of our research. And if you check out my stand up comedy show, I got, I got some little jokes and stuff about weed, and I talk about my experience at the dispensary. Remember, don't panic. It is organic. Remember that. And I am Mexican, not Hispanic. Science. You feel me? What are We're live, live on Facebook, Baby Bash. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, at Baby Bash. My Instagram is at Baby Bash. My pinche Twitter is at Baby Bash. My Snapchat is at The Real Baby Bash because some fucking weirdo took Baby Bash. I don't know why. Why do motherfuckers take other people's names on their shit, though, dog? Just, well, they can't have the real motherfuckers it's, do it's their shit. It's 2017, and the social media game is crazy. People want to be someone else. We got to get it back real, man, because there's a lot of fakeness going on. Everything's fake, and people love fakeness right now. Fake Everything viewers, like fake numbers, fake followers. Out. I get hit every day. You want to buy some followers? You want you want to buy? I'm like, why the fuck am I buy some fucking fake robots? Yeah, they're bots. Yeah, bot, you know what I'm saying? Like I motherfucker, I'm in Honduras and shit with fucking uh, a million uh, viewers. There's a kid in Indonesia that just made a thousand followers. He can sell you bots. Bots. So so, but 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 people like fake everything. The girls like you know everything fake and fake and the whole body's fake and dudes act fake. Yeah. You know fake friendships. I mean, what's up with the fake? And, and then everyone says, keep it's it epidemic. real. No, honestly, is it, is it like, the, is it like the new fucking you, you know, epidemic? You know what I think it is, man? It's like when, when um, it's like the, the world we live in right now. I mean, there's a lot of positive too, but I feel like a lot of people don't know how to express themselves, don't know how to be themselves, like haven't found, you know, themselves. So they don't love themselves and they want to just be, you know, That's where this comes in. That's where this comes in. Love yourself. This is love right here, man. Pure love. Stop, yeah, I, stop yeah. thinking you gotta follow. You know, I always feel like there's people who maybe don't agree with what with the with the people around them are doing, but they feel like they have to do it because they have to be in the in crowd instead of a motherfucker like me. Like, the fuck are y'all doing? I ain't doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, y'all yeah. do that shit. But I just think people, okay. You know what well, I mean? So to those who don't know, like, how big of an influence did uh, like reggae and, and like Tom Petty have in your your music, your son? Reggae and Tom Petty. Wow, what a great combination. I mean. You remember the song I did with SBM? Oh my my, oh hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was a, like a Tom Petty old school 70s riff that I just had in my head and I just turned it to, to some to some SBM shit, dog, and we killed it. So uh, Tom Petty, I'm a big fan. I just went to one of his concerts a couple months ago. Uh, you know, big reggae fan, Steel Pulse, of course, uh, the great Bob Marley and, you know, I just love reggae. I just love all dope shit, you know what I mean? And, and Bob was ahead of his time because he promoted like love and, and just weed, you know? Well, like I said, I, 
I don't really have, I don't look, you know, have any fucking people that I can, I'm a big fanatic over. Like, I don't give a fuck about your rapping, singing, actor, athlete, whatever the fuck famous you are. I mean, it's really hard for me because because I've been I met so many famous people and, and half of them are dicks and you know what I mean like fuck these little punk ass motherfuckers so half of them are, more than half are dicks you know you got some cool ones though too but it's just like god damn it's fuck these putos so I never really looked up to anybody no I wasn't a fan of, but the only people I really look up to besides my grandfather John Juarez grand work my grandfather will fix your roof fix your fucking inside of your house fix your car build a new engine rotate till your fucking front lawn build you a fucking Garden in the garden in the back, uh, 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 and, then go, and then go to work all fucking day. That was my grandpa. Table. That my grandpa worked hard. But I looked up to Bob Marley and Bruce Lee. Yeah, you know what I mean. They had really great philosophies in life, and you know, and just common logic. Like it's, it's so crazy. They, those are, those you know. are great examples, man. Yeah, Bob Marley and Bruce Lee. I got to read uh, the, the book, uh, Bruce Lee's book. I need to research it because uh, you know I, one of his famous quotes is like, "Be like water." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and the other day, I, had, uh, I was doing some research on the, on the weed, and uh, I went into the pool in, in uh, Tucson at the casino. You turn in the water? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dog. You pee in the water? Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll pee in the water. But like, I, I was, and I'll be water if I eat. <laughs> is this what Bruce Lee meant? <laughs> this is what he meant. Pee in the water? Yeah, and I, I, it was trippy. I was thinking about it. I was like, man, we're so lucky to have like this strange space substance on this planet. You know what I mean? And like, the way I was looking at it is like, if you try to punch the water, all those little water molecules just like, like they, they just like all together just move. They don't have to stop and think like, what are we gonna do? That's some trippy shit that weed makes you think about. You must have been smoking water. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, no, sir, we did not, we did not promote PCP. No, sir, please don't. All you need is that organic and don't panic. We still ain't showed them how to do it though. Oh, okay. It's so simple, you open it up. Dude, one step process. You can't smell nothing right now until you open it up. Boom, and you're in there like swimwear. So at California Finest, you have like the with machine. a filter, filter, and it's it's perfectly it's rolled, perfectly it's rolled. Half gram joint. It's a personal player smoker pack for the smoker on the go. You got to get somewhere. Look, no mess, no stress. I don't know how to break shit down. Mm, mm. I jump in the car and I'm smashing. And so so and you, it's cherry pie. So at California Finest, y'all have like all the like the the wrapping equipment, yes. the rolling equipment. Guess where this idea came from? Uh, I have no idea. These little packets right here. Crystal light. Y'all know oh, crystal light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we got the fucking idea. That's genius. Crystal fucking light. We're like, man, if they can hold a powder crystal light, it can hold a fucking joint. Yeah, yeah. No, that is genius. So then you just went about. So today we're talking the booming marijuana business uh, with artist Baby Bash. Y'all might know him from different, different things that he's done and he continues to do. But right now we're talking to Baby Bash, the businessman that is leading the way, a marijuana crusader. Um, based out of Texas, where it's not legal yet, but uh, I know we can all expect big things once once uh, that gets. But my fixed. company's my company's in California, yeah. so for all the popos listening or whatever, yeah, it's all legit. Don't even trip. Ain't, I ain't doing nothing in Texas. All of that already got cleared away. We all cleared that away. It's all in Cali. But yeah. I've known Chingle Bling for many moons, many years. I mean, many moons. I'm talking about like back dope house days, and I remember him just the, before he had. Can I tell the truth? Yeah, the foil, yeah. I still do the foil from time oh, to time. Before he had the gold grill, the gold grill, he used to have foil in his mouth. And uh, I, I was with, uh, in San Antonio, I was with, uh, I was doing the video with Faye Dog and them in San Antonio. And you were there dressed fully fucking chingled out, dog. And I said, who is that motherfucker? It's hilarious, dog. Me I was in character. Like, I would not break character. Yeah. 
Because I was trying to test him to just, hey, keep us all bad, you know. I had you going, though. I had you on fourth floor, believe it. Well, I had yeah, you on, please Merce. believe it, man. Please believe it. And then uh, I remember Merce, we were in Vegas, and Merce, uh, he came up with the por favor. Did you have foil back then, or was that? I was probably, yeah, I was still doing foil, man. You, you I know, mean, my boots were from the, like, the four guy. Like, can I get real? Can I get real? Yeah. yeah. Can I really say what was up? Or what? Yeah, we, man, I was struggling. We were struggling. Okay, there it is. Like, yeah. I was broke as fuck. I was broke. I mean, I was. I was, do, I was doing a bunch of shit, you know what I mean, with a dope house, but shit, my, my money was real funny. But I just always had beliefs, you know what I mean? And then I'd go see Chingo at uh, Flavor. Oh, Latino Flavor, yeah, Latino the, Flavor the warehouse time, right? on Harrisburg. He's working Carlson, man. And I kept saying, God damn, this guy Chingo, man, he's going to be a fucking, he needs to be on TV. This motherfucker is a fucking star. And I'm a, you told me you were sleeping in your fucking truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the time, because my parents were like, hey, dude, that, you need to get a real job. Like, we can't really back you up. So I was being rebellious, and I was like, well, what, what kind of truck was that? It was, it was a nice pickup truck. It was like a GMC Sierra. And you told me that, and I said, and I think I had like, shit, I, I, I think someone let me borrow a couple grand. So by now, you know what I'm Someone let me borrow and we went to Vegas. No, we did a little tour. Yeah. We, we did to Vegas, and we, we recorded What's Really. Remember What's Really? I took you to uh, Focus for the Locals with Kool-Aid yeah. and E-Dub. And I said, this motherfucker's a star right here. And they and ever since then, dog, they motherfucking love, they love this dude. And I fucking, I'm so proud of you. First of all, thank you, man. You thank done. You. After, uh, even through all the whole uh, chingo bling, you know, just just that character. I mean, you're, business wise, you're expanding. You always been smart, you know what I mean? So, and that, that's how far me and him go back. That we were both hungry as fuck. Like far. the beginning. Like what was the store when we went? Okay, so just to everybody that's tuning in and probably doesn't know what the hell's going on. All right, so. This was around 2000, what now? Three, two? Yeah, one. 2001, okay. And that means I was fresh out of college. DJ I, Biz. Yeah, I was, I was fresh out of college radio. And I met, I met Bash, and from day one, he's like, dude, like, you're an actor. You need to be, you need to do a movie or something. Because he used to say, what did he say? Yeah. Remember, that was the one, dog. What did he say, dog? What did he say? Instead of what did he say? What that's did the name he of the podcast now, yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah, we called That's it. fucking crazy, because that's day one. Yeah. What did he said and people love that. Puto, pinche, and what did he say? All that, that like Spanish slang, like I made sure to throw it in there a lot in the beginning and now we start to hear it a little bit more. But uh but yeah, we're we're sitting here so we're laying like the foundation of today he you know He's, in, he's got his foot in a big business, you know, the marijuana business. So we're talking to Bash the businessman, but the back, the back story of it is he wasn't always, you know, doing these type of big plays, right? So uh, literally the play back then was, hey, man, let's do a DVD. Can you come on the road and just kind of co-host it with, it, you know, with me? Yeah, and just exactly. be in it or whatever, act a fool. Dog, you should see the clothes I was wearing that bitch. You should see the fucking clothes I wearing. That's how broke... Now, matter of fact, don't watch the that Willy shit. Esco, the don't, Willy Esco man, shit. don't watch that shit, dog. Because man, I'm wearing the bummiest clothes. I, I was wearing the same shit twice because I had no money. You know, we, we were just trying to travel and try to push. And I was wearing the sickest clothes ever, dog. So don't even watch what's really. The DVD is called What's Really Chingo Bling and Adventure to Chingo and Bash. Don't watch that, please. It might be on Amazon or some shit. But you know, the crazy thing know, is, right? the crazy thing is, right? Don't watch it. It's on Amazon. Yeah. The crazy thing is that that DVD project that you came up with it was right before sugar sugar blew yeah, up yeah so it was almost like a hail mary pass like hey man i don't know what what's going on with this music business right now yeah but little did you know you know you had a hit on your hands well i had sugar sugar sitting there for a year before i even put it out like uh when i did the song i was gonna work with the we knew the cumbia kings you know at the dope house family we knew we knew the cumbia kings because we would do shows with them yeah 
in Texas, you could do Spanish shows with rap, hardcore rap shows. Mix it, and it'd be cracking. Man, it was, I mean, it, it was so cracking, dog. I mean, them days, man, I mean, I was broke as fuck, but God damn. You had a blast. It was crack. I couldn't believe it. But, and I was gonna, I, I was gonna work with DJ Kane. And, and you know, cause I was running with DJ and then Fra we sang with Frankie J. And Frankie would come out and hang out a little bit. Frankie lived in San Diego. And I happened to be in San Diego. And I said, Frankie, let's get to the studio. I said, cool. So, uh, and this is before Frankie even had, don't wanna try, don't yeah. wanna try. So Frankie's just there from the Kumi King. So um, uh, we record a couple songs actually. And Sugar Sugar was one of them. And I, you know, and I was, I was still with South Park Mexican, dope, I was still doing Dope House, SPM. So I was still fuck the radio, like, you know what I mean? Underground, be, yeah. Still underground street shit, you know, Mr. Rapper is trying to be, you know, street shit. But my pockets were like, man, my pockets were like, man, do I a gotta fucking, get this pop. Uh, do a movie. I mean, do a, a, a radio song. Yeah. And uh, so when I was smoking some weed, uh, they played the Happy P beat, Happy Perez, the dopest, he's still, Happy Perez is my guy. Happy Perez, the dope, he's still a giant, one of the most talented Mexicans in the game. He's a producer, Happy Perez, Happy P. Texas, he's from Texas, still lives here in Houston. He's done stuff with like Everybody. Brian Carey, Miguel, Miguel Bash, Wiz Khalifa, Baby Bash, Chingo, Chingo Bling, all, all kinds of machine gun. He just had Machine Gun Kelly shit. He did shit for GEZ, Chris did, Brown. How you do that there? Yeah, that old school masterpiece. So, so happy I gave me some beats and they played Sugar Sugar. And I remember hitting the joint and I go, man, I'm lifted. So the original song of Sugar Sugar was called Lifted because I go, lifted, shifted higher than the ceiling and there it is i said oh, okay that song go that's how the whole song of sugar sugar started because i said man i'm lifted shift higher than the ceiling so so then i just got the melody lifted then i was like okay cool so frankie you got sprinkle some ooey in yeah, there yeah so i'm like frankie can you sing this like this okay and frankie wasn't really into the weed game like that you know what i mean you know getting high and shit so it was kind of like a subliminal weed song about a girl kind of like mary jane you know mary jane when rick yeah. james was talking about that weed what everyone thinks you know about a girl so uh i had sugar sugar we finished sugar sugar the, everyone here literally just realized that it's about weed mary you didn't know mary <laughs> jane is about weed no it's talking about sugar sugar oh sugar sugar yeah yeah, yeah. well you know i got it it's exclusive here on exclusive here on what did he say what did he say tv busy so uh so then i then i'm back to my real life back to grinding doing shows uh, by this time, Carlos was kind of in trouble, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of just, you know what I mean? Damn, I'm baby, I'm baby Beach, you know, I'm still baby Beach. Mm -hmm. I'm doing some Lone Star Rider shows with Happy with Lone Star Riders. Shout out to the Lone Star Riders. Um, and then um, Frank, all of a sudden I hear Frankie J on the radio. Don't want to try to. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And so this is like a, almost like a year later, I'm thinking like, damn, I got a song with Frankie. Let, let, let me let uh, Ed O'Connor hear it. Program director from Corpus Christi. Yes, uh -huh. Ed O'Connor's. So I sent him the CD and it said Lifted. The CD, it said Lifted, because the name of the song was called Lifted. Lifted, Shifted. It wasn't even Sugar Sugar yet. Okay. I sent it to Ed. Ed calls me, Ed's the program director in Corpus Christi. Ed is the program director in Corpus Christi, Texas. He calls me like five days later, five or six days later. He goes, hey, Bash, or Beesh. Uh, man, they really like this Sugar Sugar song. I said, hey man, it's not called it's, Sugar Sugar, it's man. Called it's called Lifted, bro. Don't tell me you've been, you've been calling it Sugar Sugar the whole time. 
He said, that's what they're calling in. They want to hear the Sugar Sugar song. Sugar Sugar, how you I said, well, it's called so Lifted, bro. He said, well, if I play it on my station, it's called Sugar Sugar. Huh. I said, man, it's called Sugar Sugar, man. <laughs> yes, it's called yeah. Sugar Sugar, you man. Know what? Don't, you, don't yeah. you forget it. Yeah, and don't you ever call it Lifted And then, so next thing you know, he's playing it. Then I get with Charles Chavez, because Charles Chavez is managing Frankie J at the time. Right on, doggy. Frank Charles Chavez, you know, is managing Frankie J at the time. And he's like, man, you got this song. Let me hear the song. So I let him hear the Sugar Sugar record. He's like, man, Frankie signed to Columbia. He got that deal with Don't Wanna Try, you know what I'm saying? What you wanna do with this song? I said, man, well, well, I don't know, what can I do? He said, well, Columbia will buy it off you for five grand and let you stay in the video. Let you do one verse and give it to Frankie for his album. Yeah, let's take a, a sip break on that one. And let me tell you something. In 2002, end of 2002, starting in 2003, 2003, five grand, when I had about five dollars in my pocket, it sounded real big. And then they said you could be in the video too. I said, damn. Damn. And then, uh, and then uh, someone else offered me 75 grand. 75,000? 75,000. 75, Just an independent. I said, man, I'll give you 75 grand for that song. So and they would have made their money back first weekend. Oh my God. So I said, wait a minute. I got something. Now I got something else. And then, so when I, when I told Charles, I said, Charles, man, the niggas are offering me uh, 75 racks. He said, all right, I'll call you tomorrow. This, uh, Charles Chavez is dope, you know what I'm saying? That's, he, was, he, he, he was dope as fuck, because he just, I'll call you back tomorrow. He said, man, Universal will give you 250. I said, oh my God, let's do it. So, uh, and that's how it happened. They and said, that you know, was your signing bonus. And, bonus. Yeah, so Ed sent it to, then he was, uh, homie Marco, homie Marco, P. Manriquez, DJ E-Man, they all kind of set it off for me, and then the whole fucking nation followed up, dog, and then, I've been touring ever since. I've been touring ever fucking since, nonstop, dog. Year after year. You know, because after Sugar Sugar, it was uh, Shorty Doo Op hit top 20. Sugar Sugar hit number two, almost number one. But Pete fucked me over, dog. Took my song down, but it was going to be number one. Uh, which Pete was that? Pete Manriquez. He did me dirty, man. But he, 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 did, he took it off of rotation? <laughs> it would have been number one, but it was number two. Uh, Shorty Doo Op was top 20. And then I came back with Baby I'm Back with Akon, the next album. Don't look no further, hey, Baby I'm Back with Akon. That's when Akon started bubbling. Akon just came out. We locked up, yeah. And we did Baby I'm Back like in 15 minutes. That song, we, we, we did that shit so quick. That hit top 10. Top 10 in 15 10, minutes. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, <laughs> uh, what was after that? I think after that was, uh, uh, well, we did, I had a couple t other more top 20s. Uh, Cyclone was big. Well, Cyclone. Was the next one was in 2007, 2008. That went number, I think, six. Cyclone, and that's when Cyclone was huge. And that's when Ringtones first came out. Y'all remember when Ringtones first came out? Cyclone sold like five million, uh, five times platinum Ringtones, dog. So Cyclone, then what is it? And then uh, Gold Girl hit top 20. Uh, Out of Control with Pitbull hit top 20. Uh, uh, then Certified Freak, my last one hit top 20 not too long ago. Me and Miguel had a song. Called slide over and hit top yeah. top 25. That's good. So yeah, it's been it's been a, I got a long uh, resume, man. And even up to recent, they ain't a top. And, and a lot of people can't even do that not once, much less you know a dozen times, just year after year after year. Well, now, when you're touring scheduled, do you ever like just say, all right, this month I'm just not on the road? Uh, not at first. Not my, not my first like six seven years. You know what I mean? But now it's like you know not pick and choose now because. Yeah, I pick and choose. Like, I've been turning down a lot of overseas dates lately because I want to be with my kids, you know? Yeah, I got, yeah, I got little kids. I, I want to leave. I, I got little kids, and when I leave for, like, 
a month. I come back, they're fucking doing different shit, looking different. I'm missing it, so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, so, will you walk now? Yeah, motherfucker talking. What you say? Fuck who? Fuck me? Yeah. What? But, uh. Where the hell you been? What do you mean where the hell yeah, I been? Yeah, man, what? <laughs> you, you goddamn got pubic already. Motherfucker got hairy butt. You already got bush. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you know, I really pick and choose, but I still like to show, I still like to tour. Uh, my marijuana business, California Finest, please believe it, that's that cherry pie. That's been taking a lot of time. We've been winning, now we're doing uh, all that cannabis cups, the high times, the hemp cons, all the blazers cups, all the marijuana festivals now. So it's music and marijuana, it's, it's the three M's. Music, marijuana, Mexicans. <laughs> Yo. Play it made, play it made Mexican. Look on the. Me and Lucky Luciano got that Player Made Mexicans album out. You know what I mean? Also, me, get his me album. Paul Wall got legalizers. Don't forget That's what I was going to say. Make sure you get the one with Paul as well and all the solo projects. Much love to my boy Baby Bash. Always been in 100. And thank you for sharing game, man. Music business game. Uh, medical marijuana business about to be super booming. Appreciate you, man. What did he say podcast? What did he say? Y'all some little hotitos. Some little putitos. <laughs> Got more wood in my regal than them boys at Home Depot. The number one freestylero. And we ended with a rap. Thank y'all so much. Love. Subscribe. Chingon Bash, be ready for it. The movie. Size. We're going to be in the cookie shop or the... Uh... Something. We can't tell them the whole plot okay, yet. Okay, we can't tell you the plot yet. Yeah. All right. Machete's going to be in it, though. Hello. Size. Machete.